Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome into episode two of Chasing Stars. I'd like to first off welcome on my friends, my family, my neighbors, um, ladies, gentlemen, everything in between. I am Chase, and my star for this episode is Josh. Josh. Some of you may or may not know Josh. Um, Josh, before we get into anything, I want to make a request for the listeners and the viewers. And it's just that when you laugh on this show, maybe just look away, if you know what I mean. We'd like to savor as many eardrums as we can. <laughs> oh, that's how we're gonna go about this. That's I mean, gonna... I'm just I'm just saying for <laughs> that applies the to you too, dude. Okay. What? <laughs> that applies to you too. No, no. <laughs> like it applies to you. <laughs> But yes, it is Josh. A lot of people know Josh. Josh, we were roommates. We were co-workers. Um, very good friends for a long time. Did a lot of uh, really dumb stuff together for a long time. And some smart stuff. I mean, at the time. At the time. We made a nice beer pong table. We didn't make we that did. table. Dude. We did. We <laughs> did. <laughs> all right i want to start off with uh with some trivia as always and again in one of these episodes i'm gonna forget to answer this at the end so when i do everybody chill the fuck out <laughs> there's only like 18 of you at this am point. i allowed to answer the trivia question if you know it yeah okay if i know it, okay and here's what i did for you josh since you we're being honestly a little bitch about the last trivia question. For the people, <laughs> yeah. though, Josh texted me after the episode and said, dude, oh my God, no one would ever know that answer. Even though Emily got two of the answers. And yeah. I was very impressed by that. To say that yeah, dude, like it's not that hard. Like she, it's not like she's reading history books every day. She's not a history buff. She got two of the answers and you're like, oh, nobody would know. Well, I barely graduated high school, so... <laughs> Yeah. So I came with options today, Josh. I have first, I have a, I'm going to give you four genres of trivia question and you're going to pick sports. Uh, none of them are sports. <laughs> I have a history, American history. I have a celebrities question. I have an anatomy question and I have an alphabet question. American history. When the southern states seceded from the Union, who did they make their president? Ulysses S. Grant. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> no, dude. He was the he was the president of the Union, like two presidents after the Civil War. <laughs> Notorious drunk. <laughs> oh, that was one of the Yeah, that was one of the answers of the last week. Um, Andrew Jackson, dude, he was like a hundred years before the so. All right, <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. All right, um, you want to do another one just for fun? One of these other ones, yeah, absolutely. Let's do the alphabet one. I was gonna say alphabet, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I'm recording. No, he already said that. No, um, which letter? In the English alphabet, is uh, is most common. Wh which, <laughs> what is the most commonly used letter in the English alphabet? 
Is it a vowel? It has to be a vowel. Telling you. E. Yeah, that's right. That was pretty good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Okay. We'll, uh, we will get back to the trivia at the end, hopefully, if we remember. But I want to do a little bit of Jack's talk because um, since the last one, Calvin Ridley has been reinstated. Really big news. It's really nice for me, Josh, if I go too long on this, please, please, no, I, I'm, for the love I'm of right God, stop you. me. I'm, I'm right here with you. Um, quick Jags. Super sweet to not really give a shit about the draft. What pick are they? 24. So nothing super special, but. Yeah, I mean, we can maybe get like a starter, but not like a like a premier position starter. You never know, but that being said, too, it is pretty nice, especially for y'all, because uh, well, I say y'all, but I'm actually, you know, somewhat of a Jags fan myself these days. You're like a transplant. <laughs> well, you know. Like a transplant well, Jags fan. <laughs> I am a transplant Jags fan. Thanks to you, actually. You're welcome. But, uh, but it, it's nice, not only because you don't have to worry about the draft, but because you're in a spot where you don't have to worry about the draft, if that, if that makes sense, because you don't have to. Right. It's not like you have a bad pick and you have a bad team. It's actually building towards something. So that's pretty nice. And what we've talked about in the group chat is the fact that the Jags already kind of have like the best draft pick of the draft with getting Calvin Ridley. So, right. And this is my thing. Yeah. So here's my thing with Calvin Ridley. Super sick. He's, I think he's really good. I mean, he's immediately probably the best receiver we've had since. Just like, a black. Yeah, we've had some receivers since him. (laughs) I mean, Allen Robinson's really good year, and that's probably it. But here, here's my thing. Hey, don't you have a Justin Blackman jersey? Hell yeah, dude! (laughs) I'm framing that shit, dude. (laughs) When I find him at the local homeless shelter and he's signing it, and I'm framing it on the wall. But um, no free signatures (laughs) at the homeless shelter. I'll pay him. <laughs> um, but Calvin Ridley, I think he's really good. And I think, again, he's probably the best receiver we've had since the uh, the good Allen Robinson year. But here's here's going to be the thing. He hasn't played football in a year and a half. That's what I was about to say. So I really don't want anybody to be like, he's going to come out week one and have 150 yards because he's not. What's That's actually going to happen – that's something I was about to mention to you. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but is that I was about to say to you is that there's definitely going to be a break-in period there. I mean, oh, yeah, dude. Between system, getting his sea legs back, everything, it was going to be a break-in period. So, but even then, even if he's primed for a second half breakout, that's perfect. You know, it's like, right. it, yeah. And let alone playing with, with Trevor, like we just watched Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, like they were good, but none of them really took off until the second hey, what's half of the going year. On with Evan we tagged him. Okay, gotcha. We tagged him, and we'll probably get a we'll try to get a long term deal done before free agency, which is like next week. But right. he's tagged either way. Right. But here's what I will expect with with Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk's already a thousand yard receiver, mostly out of the slot. You put Calvin Ridley on the outside, and even if he's not dude. catching every ball, dude, just send him deep. Over and over and over. Like, exactly. You know who we were sending deep before? Marvin Jones. Exactly. 
Like put Calvin Ridley out there, Kirk, Christian Kirk. If you're expecting anybody to go off in week one, two, three, four, five, it's Christian Kirk. Right. Like, well, and you could even see it like in the, uh, in the Titans game, you send Marvin Jones out deep and he's, he's their best, you know, point, ball point receiver as far as yeah, high point. Like a jump ball guy. It, jump ball guy. And he's not. Right. It, like he, he'll go up and make those plays. Like he made the, the right. catch in, against Baltimore and stuff like that. But like, right. he has his limitations. Exactly. Like he, he'll go up and maybe catch a ball covered. He's not running by anybody. Exactly. Ever. And Calvin Ridley exactly. will run by everybody. He will run by you and catch it over you. Right. So even if like, and especially with Trevor, because I feel like this, the way that Trevor plays is so like, I'm going to throw the ball as hard as I fucking can at you. That you do kind of have to get used to that. Right. But we'll see. I don't know. But I, I think also, it's another thing that's nice about Calvin Ridley as far as Trevor Trevor's concerned is because what you and I would talk about is Trevor has a tendency, especially early on in games, to kind of overthrow his receivers, even yeah. like on his – just kind of throw it over top of him. He's so and, tall, dude. He's like six he's seven. Tall as hell. Yeah, well, yeah. Trevor's tall as hell, but Calvin really is tall as hell. So he's it, probably not that tall. Is he like six three? It's like six two, six three. Yeah, I mean that's he's tall no taller than, than like Zay Jones. Yeah, that's fair. But you know, I I mean I, I don't know. I think he's gonna be awesome, and I also think that like Doug Peterson's gonna get him the fucking ball, dude. Doug, no matter what. I mean, it, it it's definitely something that's. Doug Peterson's a guy, and awesome. that's something that you know. Because as you know, I switched over from being a Cowboys fan to a Jacks fan. Oh, I know. I'm, 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 I'm fifty fifty. I say I'm fifty fifty, but I actually, if it was a Super Bowl, I'd say I want the Jags to win. You know, mm-hmm. but until then, I'm rooting for both. But you know, I'm I'm sitting here watching uh, Kellen Moore the entire year trying to coordinate the Cowboys and that's miserable and then the great news comes that <laughs> Mike McCarthy's fired him and he's going to be oh, the yeah. offensive coordinator now. Call him plays. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's whole entire uh, description of why Kellen Moore didn't work is because he was always trying to worry about scoring points as the offensive coordinator. So How dare he? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a transition there. But All right. Enough football. I want to get into um, some things that Josh does. Josh and I have worked together, actually, <laughs> at a job that was, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if, like, dumbest is the right word or easiest, but, like, we did work in a restaurant <laughs> together where... With actually some decent money there, too. Better money than the other restaurant I was working at. Right. I mean, it, like at, at the time, hindsight, not great money, but at that time, good yeah. money. Dude, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> we were working yeah. 40 hours a week at that place. We'd be making good money. Yeah. Hey, and that gave me the flexibility. So we're talking about me, me becoming a Jags fan. It gave us the flexibility for you to take me to some games. So, you oh, know, yeah. it was a funny story there real quick, actually. I know that we're going to be getting off sports, but – that's how I became a Jags fan is because of you with your dad's season tickets that he never used, taking me to Jags games. <laughs> yeah, the Gardner Minshew year. <laughs> yeah, the year that uh, that we had Jameis Winston going up to the 10-yard line and yeah. we were just screaming praying. at him as he, as he was praying. Yeah. 
<laughs> I bet you can't even see the ground from yeah, there. You're blind, motherfucker. <laughs> and he just yeah. waves us off. I still tell that story too. I told that story oh, to my dude. dad. Yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> All right. So for context, yeah, I realized we just yeah. so the the story Josh is talking about, my dad's old season tickets were on like the seventh row in the corner. And Ridiculous the year. Oh yeah. The I mean, year really Nick, good seats. Yeah. The year that Nick Foles broke his collarbone and Minshew came in, we went to almost every home game, I think. Almost we every went home to game. six of the seven, because it was not eight because it was a London, London game. Yeah. It was six and of the seven, yeah. We played the Bucks at home, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when Jameis Winston was still the quarterback. And this was the uh, the season after a bunch of news had come out that he couldn't see and that he had gotten LASIK <laughs> in, in the offseason. And he was, like, squinting at the sideline for the plays and stuff. So the where our seats were, the opposing team would come out of the tunnel and run down to the corner of the end zone to pray right in front of us. <laughs> so James Winston is down on a knee, like kind of looking at the ground, doing the Tebow thing or whatever, praying. And someone yelled something along the lines of, you're so blind. I bet you can't even see the ground from there. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I said that. Yeah, you did. And he finished praying and looked up and acknowledged that I had said that to him. I was like, dude, we got this motherfucker. That was, it. That was his worst mistake. <laughs> dude, I was like, we're going to fuck this dude up. They beat us. Yeah. They did beat us. Yeah, they did. So that was that fun. Was last, last story for that year, I, I know we got to get away from football, but last story that year was the Jets fans <laughs> when Chase decides oh, yeah. to. <laughs> so me and Chase are sitting there. You know, heckling, doing whatever, playing the Jets. I think we beat the Jets, by the way. Oh yeah, we did. We beat the yeah, game. Yeah, we did. And so that we, was the game after yeah. Sam Darnold said, "I'm seeing ghosts." Yes, exactly. And so we are, you know, doing our thing, yelling. We had two Jets fans behind us, and Chase and I are both yelling, and they start saying something about. They start yelling at us for yelling. And Chase turns around and just goes, this guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> Dude, like a 55-year-old man and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and they left. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There's something about those elementary insults <laughs> that really get to a grown man. <laughs> like, this guy's just, this guy's a loser. This guy's a nerd. Oh, what would you call me? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the greatest thing because I was starting to calm down. I was like, all right, we're irritating these Jets fans. You know, it is what it is. And Chase just goes, oh, this guy, this guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, so restaurants. Josh has worked in a couple of restaurants. He's also managed a couple of restaurants. And anybody that's ever worked in a restaurant has some good stories from a restaurant. So do you have a do you have a funny just general taco loose story, or do you want to hit the ghost story? Well, we'll hit the. Uh, I want to go back to Safe Harbor for a second with you and I working together. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which was Safe Harbor <laughs> is the seafood restaurant that Josh and I worked at together. <laughs> Which was. 
a time. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so we had we would make pretty decent money there, but not really anything that was crazy, but whatever. Well, we would make decent money there for doing nothing. And Chase, yeah, if anyone knows him, is a busy body. <laughs> so we're <laughs> sitting back, you know, joking around, whatever. And you just see Chase across the restaurant just wiping a clean table. <laughs> okay, so hold on. So, for example, at this restaurant, like we weren't like servers. We weren't taking orders. We literally would stand at this this bar. They would... <laughs> put food out, we would take it, carry it to people, and then come back. And then we would just bust tables and that was it. Like it was counter service. That so was people it. would come up it to the counter. Yeah, the people would come up to the counter, they would order and go sit down and then we would just bring the shit to them. Like it, it was so dumb and so easy. <laughs> we would carry food to them and then we would clean the fucking table and that was it. So I would just be walking in circles essentially in this square of like 50 square feet for hours <laughs> making really good money though <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just look over and we there's a couple friends of us of ours that work there we'd look over and chase is just literally picking up condiments and just wiping a table and then moving on to the next one that's yeah. funny but i would i would pick up condiments out of the basket set them on the table out of the basket and then set them back into the basket <laughs> because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> especially, especially if there was a game on that one TV in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would stand at that one table, just taking shit out of the basket, putting it back in, moving shit from another table to this basket. <laughs> and then when have like a manager come up like kayla caitlin something like that and they'd walk up and just be like what are you guys doing like we don't know dude i'm fucking cleaning what do you mean and that would be your favorite you'd be like yeah what the fuck do you mean what am i doing what does it look like i'm fucking doing i'm doing the same shit i've been doing for hours (laughs) just moving shit around rushing shit into the ocean like we did every night we just push all the crumbs in the ocean (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah as far as taco lu goes you know over six years it's Hold on, let me let me let's back up because most of the people that are listening to this know what taco lu is right world famous taco lu yeah the people do famous. love it unfortunately but people also don't know what's going on in the back <laughs> where josh always was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, over six years, you know, it's you have a thousand stories. But what I will say that's fun about Taco Lou and any restaurant in general is really learning how to cope with people skills. Because <laughs> you, you got like, first of all, especially when I was there, you know, the restaurant industry is rampant with alcoholism and partying, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, of course. And so I'm already in there from partying with you the night before just oh, hung over come on dude whoa whoa what? not for what? the whole six years you were there <laughs> not for the whole six years but a <laughs> couple year portion there so and the there portion i'm talking about is me being the manager of the kitchen kitchen manager and i'm walking back and yeah uh, hold on wait wait I'm there. Was in charge of people <laughs> think about that everybody anyone that knows Josh, <laughs> think about that in charge 
in charge of the entire kitchen of one of the most popular restaurants in Jacksonville. <laughs> literally, Josh was in charge. Ran it, ran it, ran a tight ship. <laughs> but, I yeah, I mean, I, you kind of did, honestly. I like, kind of did, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you how miserable it was to walk in there, hungover as shit, from going to the bars the night before at 9 a.m. <laughs> And you have a guy on heroin not show up. Oh, <laughs> You're what? just like, man, I made it here. Can you not make it here? <laughs> like, I mean, you don't know how heroin it, dude. <laughs> no. I mean, anyway, I guess that's still, a good point. They they still come in strung out when they do come in, and you're like, I can't carry this right now. <laughs> I, I'm carrying myself through this whole shift. This is tough. <laughs> that's actually and, uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah yeah so then you end up doing you know and uh yeah so i would have uh i've had a couple of shifts where i did go a little too hard the night before and then i had a double that i actually was out of the bars and posted a snapchat story at around 2 a.m or so actually like 1 30 at ritz a bar local bar nearby and i in my Snapchat story, it had me with a bunch of people, and I was taking a shot, and I said, I work at 8 a.m. double tomorrow. Let's test my body's limits. And that was literally the caption of my Snapchat. So then fast forward a couple hours. I'm at a friend's house that lives right next to Taco Lou. And about 3.30 a.m., I decided to walk over to Taco Lou, where I had the security code, too, and everything. So I walk in there. And I fall asleep on the owner's couch till 7.30 where I texted my <laughs> co-kitchen manager and I said, hey, I'm going to be sleeping on the couch upstairs. When you get here, wake me up. And uh, around 1.30 that day, my body completely shut down from dehydration. Literally, I'm on the line and I can no longer move my limbs. And I'm like, all right, this is a bad spot to be in. And... Uh, Obviously, this whole time I'm thinking back on my Snapchat that said, I'm going to test my body's limits, which I did. So then I walk upstairs. What are you doing? Hang on. Let's pause for a second. So Josh, for a lot of people from Jacksonville, which is, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure all 18 people that listen to this are from Jacksonville. So they know of Taco Lou, the Jacksonville famous Taco Lou, Josh was the manager of the entire kitchen of Taco Lou. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. So and your story about being the manager is well I mean I have I have many 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 stories but uh one one of my good stories so obviously in the restaurant business we uh do our fair share of debauchery and uh I'm I'm sorry, Jason. Kendall, can you get the dogs, please? <laughs> can you not hear your can you, there's no echo, right? No, I can't hear myself. I'm just the, the dogs drinking the water. It's like it's driving me. It was driving me insane. I'm like the dog drinking water's driving you insane? Because it was right here. Like, but um Yeah, we'll cut that. Yeah, of, of course we'll cut that. But my, but anyways, we start from the beginning. Whenever I was talking about like the whole like everything from the beginning, basically of the story. Yeah, I, 
Okay. All right. I got you. Do you want me to start you up? No, Ready? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll flow, but I was flowing naturally before and you threw a wrench at me, dude. Okay, you want to just talk about something else and then we'll, I'll, I'll bring us back into it? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, go ahead then. <laughs> go ahead. You seem nervous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so a great story about Taco Wu. So, as we all know, is that <laughs> the, uh, the restaurant business comes with its fair share of debauchery. And especially when Chase was being a bad influence on me, I was uh What? What? Oh, okay, never mind. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I thought so, you were like at your job, which I was not. No, no, no. I, I had like five clean years at Taco Lou, and then Chase and I moved in together, and it was downhill from there because lying. this dude just doesn't stop. So Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no but uh i do i did participate my fair share of stuff and then so i'm walking in you there were talking about heroin addicts at taco lou dude that's what i was about to get back to bro okay go ahead get back to it get back to it you're gonna have to cut so much of this now i'm not cutting any of this so yeah so i would show i would be showing up you know i'm already hung over and uh i'm i'm having a hard enough time showing up myself to deal with work and then happen just so happens i'm in charge of making sure other people are there and that whole nine yards again to manage the entire kitchen of one of the most popular restaurants in the (laughs) In the city of Jacksonville. <laughs> There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> so yeah. I'm struggling to pick myself up to get there. And I get there and I have so-and-so not showing up because they're a heroin addict and they haven't been there. Or they are there. And they're on coming heroin. And it's <laughs> significantly worse <laughs> night than I am. And I'm just sitting here. Just begging them to get their shit together. Because all I can do is focus on me getting my shit together. And I'm like, all right, guys. So can we just figure this out? Make the fucking tacos, dude. (laughs) Let's make some tacos. (laughs) I'm I'm just talking about prepping for the morning. Just getting ready to make tacos. Not even making the tacos yet. (laughs) All right. Last last work slash lose story. I want the, the ghost story. Hit me with the ghost story, and then I got some other stuff we're going to move on to. All right. Well, I don't I don't have a specific ghost story for myself, but there are people that I've worked with who have some intense ghost stories. Um, for the one that rings the bell. So wait, wait. Let's let's back up. The background is that the building that Taco Lou was in, right, used to be like an orphanage or something, right? It, it, it originally was the, was an orphanage, or it was somebody. No, no, no. It was somebody's house. Yeah, who they hang themselves in one of the bathrooms that is still a working bathroom. Mm. Oh, yeah. dude! Oh my <laughs> God, bro. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't an orphanage. No, it was not an orphanage, as far as I know. Must have made I, that up. I I've heard that too, but I don't. That's that's not the ghost story. Is the orphanage isn't the ghost story? It's the because it is true that the original owner of it hung or hanged, whatever it is, the saying is, yeah. 
hung herself in a bathroom that is still like where the bathroom was that she hung herself in. Do you want to say which bathroom it is? I don't know which bathroom it is, to be honest with you. I mean, there's only two, right? I know there's the there's like seven, but I think it's the handicap bathroom on the bottom floor. I think. I thought there were two bathrooms in that restaurant. There, yeah, there's the bar bathrooms, and then, yep. and then there's the back corner, back corner bathrooms, and then there's the kitchen bathroom, and there's a the bathroom upstairs. Oh, so, okay. And if you count men's and women's, it's like seven total. So gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. but, but well, you I, don't know which I, one I it was. I think it was the handy bathroom downstairs was the equivalent to where she hung herself. Mm. The handicap bathroom. Yeah. Okay. The handy bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The story double, on, double entendre there, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. But this yeah, is an explicit so. show, obviously. <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah, I don't have a specific ghost for more story for myself, but I've heard a couple, and one is from the old uh, front of house manager, and she told me, and she's a someone that I deeply trust and she was in the so she was upstairs and and there's like i said there's a lot of hang on pause real yeah, quick because yeah. most people aren't going to know what upstairs is because like i didn't know what that there was an upstairs at Loo. right but what is the upstairs it's just like so room, you go right? you go through the kitchen and then there's a whole stair there, in the side of the kitchen there's a staircase that takes you upstairs because it was a house it was a two-story house yeah there's a staircase that takes you upstairs and there's the owner's office, which is a big old, big old room. And then, so if you walk up the stairs to the left is his office. So the right is the dry storage. And then there's like the actual manager office. And then there's a, just a big old room when you first walk upstairs of like. So there's like, there's like what, three or four actual rooms upstairs in yes. Taco Loop. Yeah. Yeah. It, right. I mean, it's, it was a house, you know? Right. And uh, so, and the, grand scheme of it's just one big room that kind of hollowed out to make a whole big catering department i guess you could say but anyways for the dry storage room and there's certain times where people would notice more things about um what was her name um oh the ghost name yeah oh dude somebody told me it's uh something with the e is this because i kind of want to say elsa but it's not elsa it's elaine no um yeah, Kendall. What's the ghost name of Taco Lou? Alpha. Alpha. Yeah, Alpha. Right. And uh, huh? No, it's Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. Alpha not, with an A. It's Alpha with an A. Exactly. Got it. Yep. And so Alpha, and we always make jokes about it, you know, whatever. But yeah, so you so, get fucking haunted, bitch. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I guess so. What the? And this is like the first on hand story that I know, and it's something that I trust. So the front of house manager is up in the dry storage area pretty late at night. Upstairs. Upstairs in the dry storage area. And she, and this is like kind of like your classic ghost story thing, but it's just, she's like, this is what fucking happened. And she's like intense when she says it. And oh, I have another great one that it's got chills from. Actually, I have a better one than this. But so I'm in order. Yeah, I'm sorry. So she tells me that she's up there, lights go off, and like seven things fall off the shelf. Wait, wait, wait. So she's just up there and the lights go off. She's up there getting like paper towels, something. Lights go off, seven things fall off the shelf. And she like freaks the fuck out, turns the lights on, things are on the ground, but nothing happened, right? 
So the lights went off. Like she didn't turn the lights off. Lights just go off. She didn't. Lights just go off. Falls down. And then it falls. Turns lights back on, and it's like nothing. Like nothing happened. There's stuff on the ground, but it's just nothing after that. That was her only encounter ever. Nothing ever happened other than that, though. Jesus, amen. I mean, she freaks out about it. She'll tell you the story, and she'll freak out about it. But so that's why you you can kind of tell sometimes, right? Yeah, like you can when people tell you stories like that, you can see like in their face, like yo, that was fucking terrifying. Yes. Yes. Better story. So we have our linen guy who brings in all of our, you know, restaurant rags, all that stuff, right? This dude is an ex-Italian mafia um bodyguard. Not hitman. He's, he's not a he's not a Takalu employee, right? Like no, he's no, a, no. He's he's outsourced, but yeah, but he's worked with us for years and years and years, dude. Yeah. And so he comes in one time. And so this is before they had cameras there. And this dude's like, when I say a, a hardo, like the coolest guy in the world you'll ever meet, you know, just a chill dude, big, big old, you know, buff guy and like a, a genuine, good, just chill guy. Right. And so this is before I started there. Cause I, I have known the guy for seven years now because I worked there for seven years and he's been there ever since I was there. But so apparently before they ever had cameras or anything there, I, I think I've told you the story actually. So yeah, he so. comes in. So he comes in and and when I tell you he tells me the story, like when I say the truth, like so dead truth. Yeah. So he comes in one day before the cameras, no one's there except for the prep manager who I actually mentioned in my earlier story, because he he's been there for like 15 years now. This is like early and, in the morning. Yeah, early, early, early morning. Like how early, early are we talking? Probably 7 a.m. Okay. Before anybody else is there. 6 37. Yeah. yeah. And so he's walking through, dude. This story gives me goosebumps, bro. So he's walking through the dining room area, and there's a lady, and it's it's wintertime, and there's a lady sitting in the in the dining room of the of the fireplace room. So we're if downstairs. Downstairs. Like when you walk so, in the front door, you walk right, right. by the host stand. The host right stand you're right straight, past that. Right. Exactly. In the fireplace room. There's yep. a there's there's an old lady. Bro, I, when I tell you I have goosebumps, like this is the scariest fucking ghost story I've ever heard in my life. And so we're, he walks past that. There's a lady sitting there in a dress, which Alpha has always been known to be in a dress, right? The but dead he did not know that. No, yeah, right. He did oh. not know that. No one's Ew. ever known that. He, he he just sees a lady in a dress, and he goes, "Hey, you know, you might want to put some clothes on. It's pretty cold outside." Bro, oh my gosh, bro! And she like, bro, when I look at like, I have goosebumps, bro. Dude. And so he doesn't look at him, doesn't say a word to him, doesn't move, right? And he's just like, "All right, well, that's pretty weird," and goes back. Oh my gosh, bro. It goes back into the kitchen and the prep manager's sitting there, bro. Like, and so he's talking to the prep manager and he's like, Hey, you know, there's somebody out in the dining room right now with like a dress on just sitting there. And the prep manager who I'm good friends with is like, dude, there's no one here but me. Oh, dude. Oh, and (laughs) yeah. And so then He's like, I am telling you, there's somebody out there. And obviously, as you know, whenever you're leaving a restaurant at night, you flip all the chairs up on the tables, right? Yeah. He's down in a chair. 
Okay. Oh, dude. Oh my god. And so he's like, "No, I'm telling you, like, there's a girl out. There's a there's a woman, an older lady out here, like right out here." And Josh's like, "Okay, let's go, like, talk to her." They go out there, ain't a single person out there, and the chair is flipped back on the fucking table, dude. dude. No dude. one out there. And so this guy's an Italian mafia, ex-Italian mafia guy. He did not come back to the restaurant for no bullshit two years. And he literally like, he was like, I'm not, I'm not telling the story. I'm not telling nobody. I'm not fucking coming back and did not come back for two years. And those, those Italian mafia guys too are normally like super religious. Right. Exactly. And And that's why he was like, I'm not fucking with this. Oh, and he, he's telling you, dude, I asked him about it, and, and and like the dude is such a good, chill dude. He's like, he's like, man, I'll, I'll tell you the story, but I don't fuck with this. And who fucks he, with it? Nobody fucks with that, dude. Yeah, right. So he, he he literally did not come back for like two years, and now he's doing it again. But he's like, no, that's the scariest thing I've been through in my entire life. And the ghost can is. You, can you imagine that, like? Like let's let's walk through the paces of what happened to that guy, right? right? So he walked in, fucking normal day. It's a fucking Tuesday morning. It's early morning. Uh, whatever. Maybe he's kind of groggy. Whatever. There's some weirdo fucking sitting in the chair. He's like, "Yo, bitch, like, get your fucking shit on. together." Like it's fucking cold out. Get your fucking shit together. And, right. and she's being a bitch. She's not even fucking looking and at him. She's ignoring him. And he's like, he does. He doesn't even bitch. think nothing of it. He's like, "Hey, there's somebody out there." You know, yeah, and goes in like imagine you like walk in, and you're like, yo, there's some like, there's some asshole out here like ignoring right. me. Do you know who that woman is? And yeah, and Josh, the prime manager's name is Josh too, and he's like, dude, there's no one here. There's and, nobody and, here. And, and he, bro, and again, like how you said earlier, you could tell when someone's telling the truth. Like this dude will tell you the story and get like white in the face. Like, that's why I got goosebumps telling it, because it gave me goosebumps hearing it. Like, the dude is like, no, this is what happened. And Fuck it's that. a weird shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. You know, Kendall will make jokes. My girlfriend will make jokes, and she'll just talk about, like, would you rather have, like, a ghost or an intruder? I'm like, an intruder. A, a million yeah. out of a million. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can... I can at least touch an intruder. <laughs> I I can handle an intruder. The intruder, I, like when the intruder kills me, I know it was there. I can tell yeah, right. it was there. When the ghost kills me, people are like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, no, you just there. committed suicide, you dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> are you kidding me? And, and so then Kendall will say shit. She'll she'll be like she'll be like, "No, I think it'd be really cool to have a ghost." And I'm like, "Don't say that out loud." Huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really cool to have a ghost that's somebody who's never had a ghost before right <laughs> bro bro even if even if the ghost is like chill cool right even if the ghost is cool like the, so the kind of like cooler ghost stories you hear is just like oh i kind of just like saw him standing in the corner every now and then no big deal he's cool there's just a dude from 1814 standing in the fucking corner looking at me every night yeah that's fucking awesome than a fucking intruder i'll stab that intruder in the goddamn I was like, an intruder i'll handle that i can't handle a ghost yeah, gonna... dude even if i can't handle the intruder and the intruder gets my ass at least i know what i saw dude 
when something sketchy happens in my house, I'm like, just don't, just don't be scared because they feed off that shit. <laughs> like, you know, the ghosts. Yeah, bro. You the know, intruders. demons feed off fear. Demons. We're we talking about ghosts or demons. We're talking about. Uh, you never know which one's which. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what type of religion are you in nowadays? I'm of the. Demon, you're a demon guy. <laughs> you're a big demon you're guy not, now. I'm not a big demon guy, but I'm a I'm a I'm not messing around with any other guy. Dude, you just, have uh, like multiple pets. You know the thing with like dogs, right? Like they can see them all. Oh yes, and 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 my dog Rosie the other night, my boxer, we're sitting on the bed, right, and she just starts staring in the corner. Oh, staring no. at. Me. Oh yeah. no, and, dude. And, and so and so that's what I was referring to, and I was like, you gotta stay calm, right? And so I'm like. So Kendall's like, what is she looking at? What is she looking at? What is she looking at? And I'm Demon? like, nothing. It's probably, just, it's probably just something outside, you know? So, you know, big, strong man I am. Something outside like, in the corner? Man. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, but there's a window there too. So I'm like, it's probably something outside. So big, strong man I am. I go outside and I'm like, there's nothing out there. We're good oh, to you go. You went all you know, the way outside. I went outside. Just to see if someone was out. Did you take a weapon with you? I would prefer, I, 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 no, I did not. But I would you take anything with you? No, I didn't take anything with me. It's nothing fine, at bro. all? Not even a knife no. or nothing? No, because I was trying to prove a point. You know what I mean? You deserve to get like, demoned up. You deserve a demon to get your ass. <laughs> well, either way. So I walk outside. No, one, no, one, no one's out there. No one's out there. So I come back in. I'm like, by this time, the dog's going to be stopping staring in the corner. Okay? I walk back in. There's the dog staring in the fucking corner. And I'm like, you know what? Don't be scared, Josh. You can't get scared because that's a demon. They're going to know it. So, you know. That's what you think? Kendall keeps freaking me the fuck out, saying there's something, something there. You know what happens? What? I play the TV. She was staring at the TV in the reflection of the window. That's what the dog was staring at? Yep. <laughs> that's on you for being an idiot. <laughs> This dog staring at a demon in the corner. Bro, I'll tell you one thing. This is my thing with like the, the, and I've thought about this with like the demons and ghosts and shit. Cause I used to be super into like, like they're out there, right? Like there, there's no way when there's smoke, there's fire. There's no way there's been so many sightings and stories and all the shit about right. ghosts and demons right. without there being a thing. But as I have, and if you're, uh, in my religious part of my family for this, like, don't listen to this, but as I've moved away from being religious and the, the whole God thing, I've thought about that part. What? Don't believe in God. We'll get into that in a, in a different, a different <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> But as I've got into this, like maybe not super into the whole God thing, I have thought about the whole demon ghost thing. Because that's not something that, like, I don't want to get too deep into this. But when you think, there's a lot of arguments against God, right? There's not a lot of arguments against demons and ghosts. Everybody that doesn't like God just talks about well, God usually, not being real. I feel like they usually are one and the same. If you believe in one, you believe in the other one. If you don't believe in one, you don't believe in the other one. I feel like no, they kind of go I, hand in hand. I'll tell you from experience, the people that argue heavily against God being real don't ever mention ghosts or demons. They're they're only yeah, because focused. I feel on like it, they just automatically don't believe in it. I don't know. Maybe they do. I I didn't associate the two together. 
when I started reading into it. <laughs> so I thought of it kind of separately, and I thought like, okay, God's <laughs> over here, my thoughts of God or whatever. Demons and ghosts are still over here. Like, like, I can still get killed by dude, a What happens if one of them still rolls up? So I was like, <laughs> okay, so this is where I'm at now. I'm like, okay, what if a demon rolls up and I start saying a prayer about God? But I don't <laughs> really know if I'm in on God. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Like, who am I even praying to to stop this demon from sucking my soul that I don't even know if it's real? <laughs> and then God just sitting up there like, oh, don't come crying to me now, bitch. That's, 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 God's like, this is the most possessed motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and he deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> oh, oh, don't believe now, dude. Don't well, believe hey, This now. is what he gets. This is what he gets. Akalu <laughs> 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 Ghost fucking possessed his ass, and that's what he gets. it's actually actually hilarious to start praying to something you're like oh this demon knows that's gone through my head that's a real thing that has gone through my head i'm dead well in reality if we're talking about this now a demon is devil related right it is no yeah it is here's my hesitation here's my hesitation this conversation about religion is going to happen on this podcast at some point, and I don't want it to happen now. All right. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. No, I for real. I thought about it, and I, I, I just I don't want it to happen yet. Okay. So I do have some things that I would like to get into with you specifically. Um, I want to do, you listened to last week or part of last week, at least. I listened to all of last week, actually. Okay. So I do have some Chase's current events that I think you're really going to like. Okay. I think they're really funny. Um, and I also have a, uh, a TikTok that I'm going to just try to play the audio and I'm going to need okay. you to let me know if you can hear the audio. Okay. And I want to talk about, but before we get into that, I want to revisit a Chase's current events from last week. Okay. Uh, we spoke about a particular state that did something particularly stupid. Right. And you happen to have, um, I don't know exactly what it is, but some sort of interest in that particular state. I'd like you to elaborate and and let me know what it is you think about that's not only that state, but the, the, horribly stupid thing that that state did let's back up hold on i'm so sorry this is on me last week we were talking about west virginia there was a a, a powder flying in the air Chase, i'm Virginians... gonna pause you for one second i am going to grab a glass of wine for this okay oh please just to, just to show you how upper class us west virginians really are okay oh, god yes please god let me hey 
as you're doing that, go ahead and let me know what wine it is that you're drinking. And we'll talk about how upper class it is. It's barefoot. Oh, oh, the upper class of the upper class of West Virginia, barefoot wine. While Josh is doing that, right, background if you didn't listen, I get whatever. So the actual background is there was a story <laughs> that I presented from last week where there was a powder in the air in West Virginia, just some sort of powder flying in the air, um, landing on cars, houses, whatever it was. And people were like, what the hell is this? We're really freaking out about what this powder was. The actual Department of Environmental Health of West Virginia launched a full-scale investigation. We got to figure out what this powder is. It's going to kill us all. We got to figure out what it is. What they figured out it was, was fucking pollen. It was pollen. Right. Pollen. Right. The West Virginia Department of Health investigated pollen. So I'm going to let West Virginian Josh uh, hopefully defend his people. Um Maybe not <clears throat> as you're doing whatever it is, whatever it is you're about to say, I'm going to also go ahead and get another glass. Okay. So you go ahead and speak to the people, please. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to start here by saying that I did listen to the entire video last, last week. And I want to start this by saying that Chase said last week that they got the federal government involved. Okay, from what I was just told just now that it was the West Virginia Department of Health or whatever he just said. So I will start this by saying that kudos to the West Virginia Department of Health for being so on top of their game, <laughs> figuring out that it was pollen. Truly some gentlemen and scholars working for that department. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because because while I will defend my people and I will get to that one question that I had was why my people had any contact to the federal government because they shouldn't <laughs> so let's just say that okay okay also pause though I'm from Florida Right. You think we should have contact with the federal government? Um, no, but there's a reason to argue that you should because Florida's relevant, you know. Dude, real quick, sorry to interrupt you. I was in Knoxville, Tennessee earlier this week, and I was talking to people from Knoxville, Tennessee about Florida and a right. about like living in Florida, moving to Florida or whatever. And Tennessee is pretty like like Tennessee is pretty like cool, whatever, chill, you know, like I don't think of Tennessee as like an uptight kind of like state. Right. And no, people Tennessee, in Tennessee. Yeah. People in Tennessee were telling me like, oh, I don't know. Like Florida's kind of like wild. I don't know if I could ever like really, really like live. Well, there. So ten Tennessee, in my eyes, is like a high class Kentucky. You know what I okay. mean? That's not bad. But like. But if you could go, if you think about like the the southeast quadrant of the United States, places you would go would be like Florida, 
maybe like North Carolina and like Tennessee and like that's it, right? Like there's there's nicer is, stuff. Is Tennessee in Tennessee. the Southeast Quadrant? You're more of a geography guy than I am. So is Tennessee a Southeast Quadrant? Yeah. Okay. Like Tennessee has some nice stuff there, right? Like Tennessee's not like Tennessee's not it's like not, fucking it's like the it's like the um uh bachelorette party capital of the world right now. So right, right. And as I was talking to these people in Tennessee, I realized something about Florida as I've gone to a couple different states and they talk about Florida as this like, oh, I don't know. Florida's kind of like crazy, you know? So what I realized about Florida is that Florida essentially did what Texas has been trying to do forever on accident. We separated ourselves from the entire United States because we're so crazy on accident and might as well be our own shit. <laughs> Texas has been trying to do that shit for literally like 150 years. And we oh, just yeah, fucking absolutely. stumbled into being our own fucking place. Dude, I, I like as we're obviously getting at here, I'm from West Virginia, right? But I've been here for a decade now. And I still have my friends from West Virginia text me every time there's a crazy Florida man story being like, is this you now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not, but that's where I am. So could be one day. But to get back to where I'm yeah, sorry, go ahead. I had no issue with the uh with with the pollen thing of West Virginia. I can tell you from a first hand that was dumb. I can tell you from a first hand account, my brother had a lot of issues with pollen growing up. So it's there. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. He had what? He had uh, what's it called? Allergies. He had allergies. He had allergies. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> okay. Has he made it? Is he? Did um, he make it or? And I think we can all agree that the pollen's been particularly bad this year, whether it be here, Tennessee, West Virginia, the pollen was bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. Can we all agree on that? Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, yes. I mean, it's been pretty bad. Right, right, right. So, the people of West Virginia, we are a strong and loyal people. Highly educated, we are not. And that's okay. Sometimes we report things that don't need to be reported. But we report things sometimes that do need to be reported. And I'm getting somewhere with this. So, <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> so was that maybe a uh boy who cried wolf situation potentially but there was a significant train wreck in ohio recently oh, come on what are we doing what are you serious <laughs> yeah i mean there was a significant train wreck there man and uh, -huh. uh and so I think that it is a cause for concern for particles, unknown particles being in the air due to the fact of the Ohio trade wreck. Do you know what the, uh, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I said it last week, but what they, as this dust particles were in the air, they named a couple things that they thought it was. Do you remember what those right. things were? I do not, to be honest. With the you. main thing they thought it was was dust from Texas. Air travels fast. 
hey, wind is a strong element. Wait, wait, wind is a <laughs> motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. Wind's a real thing, all right? Wind's real, and wind will affect Actually, everything. okay, so since we mentioned something from your last week's podcast, I want to say right now there's something I want to mention from last week's podcast after this, okay? So don't let me forget that. But anyways. When you say after this, I think this is over. No, it's not fucking over. Okay, all right, all right. There's a depiction of West Virginia that I did not appreciate. While mm-hmm. we are not the most rich or well-educated people, what I would like to say is, and I think that people that are listening to this podcast can attest to, is that we don't all speak like how you spoke last week. Because let me tell you, I am sitting in my that car. Mean? I am sitting in my car on my drive home, <clears throat> and I hear my roommate of two years, a good friend of mine, who I heard the name West Virginia, and I was like, oh, he's fucking thinking of me. And and I literally know, I know you said, and for those of people who fr- are from West Virginia, and you paused, and I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, I know where this is fucking going. And you said, oh, shit, what's in the fucking air? I don't know what's going here. <laughs> I forgot I said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what this guy goddamn thing in the air over here? Who's blowing this uh, shit in the air? Oh my god. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did appreciate that. I talk very fluently. <laughs> okay. Fluently. There are some people. I don't know, but there are some people mm-hmm. that may not, but I felt like it created a negative depiction of our state. My great state of West Virginia, the mountain state. Is that what y'all are? And that's, that, that <laughs> we are the mountain state. I like, I just like to call you guys the M state. You know what I mean? Mountain state, meth state, whatever it is. I like the M state. Actually, I'm happy you just said that because while you also were talking about West Virginia, you had a very big false fact there where you were like, I don't know what's going on there other than meth, you know? Yeah. Meth no, 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 no. That's a fact. I don't know what's going on there other than meth. It's heroin. Hey, what I don't know, I don't know, and I'll admit that. Hand up. <laughs> I didn't know anything other than meth. Okay. Now you know it's a serious problem. Hey, that's all I knew then. Episode two. Now I know two things: heroin and meth going on there. It's just heroin. Okay. Okay. Okay, What's the other thing you wanted to say after this bullshit you're doing? Yes. So you guys talked about last week Pablo Escobar's Pablo Escobar Pablo Escobar's hippos yes we did for context uh one of chase's current events from last week was that the columbia where pablo escobar massive drug kingpin built himself a zoo in columbia when he was killed most of the animals were also killed exported whatever other than the hippos because they're a super aggressive territorial animals so everybody just kind of left them alone they became a uh, a tourist attraction 
at this point, Escobar was killed in what the eighties, I think. Yeah, eighties. Yep. Um. So now, forty years later, or whatever it is, they've multiplied a lot, and now they're they're a bit of an issue. So the country of Colombia wants to they're actually a significant issue for the record. Yeah, they, they're like they fucking were... people up, right? Yeah, right. Super aggressive. Um, so Colombia wants to export them to other places. The two other places that came up were uh, Mexico, which makes sense. Similar types of climate, not that far. You can transport them, whatever. The other place was <laughs> India. Similar climate, I guess, but very far away. I don't know. They have the money, whatever. But that's the story. Um, and right. you can go ahead, Josh, on what you were having to say about that. There's one thing as I was listening last week, because I have actually read about these hippos in the past. And if I'm wrong here, then I apologize. But I know that I read something along the lines of the fact of... Hey, I read about you say whatever you're about to say, hand up. If we're wrong about something on this fucking shit, <laughs> dude, come on. <laughs> it is what what it are is. we? What are we? Okay. <laughs> I'm not Joe Rogan, okay? <laughs> Who is also wrong sometimes. <laughs> I don't know who's wrong about what, but I'm wrong about most. <laughs> That's all I know. All I know is that I am not fully wrong about what I'm about to say. Okay, good. Perfect. It I will know be the that. best right thing ever said on this show. Right, exactly. So one thing that I do know for a fact when I read about these hippos about a year ago is that they actually – this is not their first effort to mitigate the hippos, right? Because they didn't want to get rid of them because it was a tourist attraction, right? Yeah. So they initially tried to find every male hippo and neuter it. Really? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, dude, when I was listening to the podcast last week, I was like, I wish that they had mentioned this. So they tried to find every male hippo and neuter them. And they successfully did like three. <laughs> of, of how many? Like hundreds, hippos. right? <laughs> right, exactly. Really? Because they're so hard to. Yeah. So there's something about their anatomy that makes it incredibly difficult to actually neuter them. Because what they were just trying to do was keep them, but make it so they couldn't reproduce. Yeah. And they were so completely unsuccessful with that. Because there's something about the hippo anatomy that makes it so that you can't neuter them without, like, a lot of work, basically. Well, so. also think about trying to – you'd have to tranquilize them. Exactly that. A, a right. massive marine mammal. Right. Like – Right. And then at that point – so if we're looking at the actual dynamics of it. You have to tranquilize them and then figure out the anatomy of it. But there was – something about it where they weren't even tranquilizing them i forget what it was like if anyone reads about it they'll see what i'm talking about where they literally would try to neuter them and could not then the anatomy was so difficult they couldn't do it basically like the actual balls are like hard to get to or something right are actually like whatever it is i don't know the science behind it but it's an incredibly difficult animal to neuter apparently which is why they had to which is ergo what i assumed why they had to get to the point of just exporting them because they were unsuccessful in their attempt of neutering all of them i mean and dude, that's a fun fact it's it's a good idea i'm glad you said that that's i mean it's not a bad idea but i guess if you think like right. marine mammals 
Like, I don't know another marine mammal. I mean, I guess like dolphins and whales and shit is the only other thing. And like, there's no way you're cutting their balls off, right? No, right, exactly. But I mean, they're they're in a completely different species, I would assume. But the thing but, about hippos is that they are so fucking territorial and mean. Like hippos are incredibly aggressive. Yeah, and that's like, everything. Like, imagine even if you did trank one of them, like the rest of them are gonna fuck you up, right? As you try right. to get the one. And even furthermore, on top of that, it's in Colombia, right? So I'm not gonna sit here and try to make assumptions about Colombia, but even in America, I don't know how to do this shit half the time. Where it's like, okay, so you tranquilize and neuter one. How do you track that's the one that you did it to? You know, like because yeah. then you're just trying to. It's, it's a very very yeah. like innocent way of doing things but yeah you dude know. you'd be fucking you could be nerd neutering the same hippo over and same over fucking and over one and over and over, over. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, imagine that like the fifth time you got this dude and you're like oh we got him where's his balls oh fucking a damn oh, it's it. fucking jerry again we already cut jerry's balls off <laughs> yeah dude, so that's crazy a wildly unsuccessful attempt of neutering all of the hippos. I was actually screaming, not screaming, but in my mind, screaming yeah. about like <laughs> it's a fun fact. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, I don't know because I don't think that the uh, the transport to Mexico might work, but I don't know if that transport to India is going to work. So have they not done it yet? No, it was all plans. I the feel like Mexico is like I mean, kind of like. Can figure that out. I feel like that's not that hard to figure out. You know, I feel like I feel like the hardest part about figuring that out is getting them on the boat, you know. All right, ladies and gents, that was episode two of Chasing Stars with Josh. You may have noticed quite an abrupt ending to that episode, and that's because it's going to end up being two parts. Uh, Josh and I actually, not on purpose, recorded for four hours. Literally, my final file i think was like four hours and six minutes or something um i somehow got that down to about an hour 45 but that's still pretty long so i cut it in half that was the first hour uh, the next 45 will be next week or maybe in a, in a couple weeks i'm not sure um, but thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that one the second one gets a little bit later on in the evening and we get a little bit more uh loopy i guess you could say so that one should be exciting but um yeah so thanks for checking out episode two thank you for listening to episode one as well i got some uh awesome feedback from a few people which was really cool to hear uh more people listened than i thought was going to listen uh so that was cool and i hope you enjoyed this one too and look forward to josh and i saying some even dumber things in the second hour and Use your imagination to think of the even dumber things that we said in the other two hours that I have cut out and would not make my worst enemy listen to those. Um, so, yeah, check this out. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's there. Uh, YouTube, too, if you want to be hanging out with us. Let people know, share it, repost it, whatever, if you like it. I hope it made you laugh. Um, and again, thank you for listening. This has been episode two of Chasing Stars with Josh, part one.